Welcome to What Do You Need to Know About God in Today's World. Today I want to discuss education and religion and how they relate to success of blacks and all races. Let's start with education. Education is essential in the pursuit of happiness and success, but it appears from my observation that the education of our youth is being dumbed down deliberately. Our educational system has been derelict for over half a century in successfully educating our youth, especially blacks and minorities. There are many factors that contribute to this educational debacle. First, education has become more bureaucratic and has been designed more to indoctrinate and groom our kids rather than to educate them. The government appears to want to take on a proxy role as the parent of the children, converting our schools and universities into indoctrination factories, brainwashing our kids with liberal ideologies, such as climate change fanaticism, critical race theory concepts, sexual orientation and lifestyles, etc., all while abandoning the traditional role of making our kids prepare for academic success and a future career. As a result, our kids have become radical climate change, Antifa, and racial activists, and they are becoming more promiscuous than ever and are now more fascinated with transgender lifestyles. And all of this is occurring as our schools fail to properly educate our kids in the basis of reading, writing, math, and science. So our kids come out of our educational institutions fluent in wokeism, but completely illiterate academically. They embrace drilled-in embedded leftist ideologies, but are left woefully lacking strong, independent values and an ability to articulate opinions contrary to the popular dictates of these progressive ideologues. This is every parent's worst nightmare because parents send their kids to school to be educated and not indoctrinated, to be taught critical thinking skills and how to think and not what to think, to be able to have, formulate, and defend their own diverse opinions as opposed to being force-fed, agenda-driven ideas and made mindless clones weaponized by the left to hate and destroy our country and divide us along racial lines. This is where educational bureaucracy has led us to the dumbing down of our kids' education and to the rolling out of this massive policy of indoctrination. This is a huge problem that needs to be addressed if we are to see better academic success in the performance of our kids by putting the focus back on academic progress. Now, another problem with the bureaucracy in education is the hyper-focus and reliance on high-stakes tests and exams to determine student skill readiness and academic achievement. In schools across the country, graduation from grade level to grade level hinges on the passing of annual standardized exams, with few exceptions. But here is the problem with these tests. First of all, they are usually the sole determinant of promotion and graduation for students. If students do not pass these exams, then they fail or do not graduate. So the all-or-nothing value placed on these exams is a high cost for students, especially since these exams only cover a selective set of taught benchmark skills. Instead, what's needed is a balanced approach which not only measures annual test performance, but also student growth, grade point averages, and performance on aptitude tests or ability tests that highlight a child's natural ability, strengths, and God-given talents. I believe such a more holistic approach adds data that would provide a full range and scope of the child's true ability level, and thus all of these metric indicators should be used to determine promotion and graduation as opposed to staking everything on these final standardized exams. The second problem with these high-stakes exams deals with the process because, for one, teachers end up teaching to the test 
and not teaching to skill acquisition or mastery. And if skills are not mastered, then students fall further and further behind in skill readiness and they operate with deficits. And as the skill deficits accumulate, students end up taking tests at a level far beyond their ability. And instead of addressing the skill deficits of these students and bringing them up to grade level standards, the system consistently lowers the bar for proficiency of a standard. Instead of proficiency being 80% or above, it becomes 50%. However, lowering the bar for our kids continues to put them at a disadvantage educationally, especially since most of our kids start school lacking the foundational knowledge of basic skills. The outcome then of these high-stakes tests, as in many instances, our kids are promoted from grade level to grade level with subpar skills until they graduate and come out ill-equipped or in many instances, kids subsequently drop out of school. Now, there is no quick remedy to this, but rather than the overemphasis on test taking, let's go back to good old-fashioned teaching and instructing and drilling our kids to mastery of all the basics in reading, math, science, and now technology and problem-solving and critical thinking skills. And guess what? Then they'll be able to ace and pass any test. Now, the third problem in education is the lack of discipline in the classrooms. And it's a no-brainer that if teachers cannot teach, then students cannot learn. You see, teachers have been stripped of virtually any ability to discipline kids in the classroom. So disruptions are common, causing instruction to be negatively impacted. The remedy here starts with administration restoring the authority for teachers to implement disciplinary measures in the classroom, as well as assisting with the disciplining of unruly kids, even to the extent of their removal from the class, because it is imperative that no disruptions be tolerated since even one highly disruptive student can negatively interfere with the instruction and learning of an entire class. Then to parents, you must exert control over your own child's behavior, teaching them at home proper conduct and respect for all in authority. And all of these factors should be in place from the very first day that a child enters the schoolroom. Because I think we are all very disheartened by these appalling videos of classroom mayhem, fightings, and disruptions so prevalent in our schools, which contributes to our students' educational failure. Because an out-of-control classroom is one where students are not learning. But when administration teachers and parents work together to correct disruptive behavior and disciplinary problems in the classroom disappear, then the academic success of our kids will inevitably improve. This gives us a segue into another major problem with education, which is poor parental involvement. Parents, though your kids are in school for a significant amount of the day, you are still responsible for helping your child to receive a quality education. Full weight of the education of your child does not fall on the educational system. As a matter of fact, too many parents believe that schools are merely babysitting facilities. But parents, if you want to see your children succeed academically, then there are areas you need to address to improve your child's education. First, we need the fathers in the home. Now, I know our culture downplays the patriarchy and role of the father, but God has placed the father in the home as the authority figure, disciplinarian, provider, and protector of the home. The father is there to ensure that the children are secure and to help with disciplining and grooming the kids to proper behavior. 
And it has only been in this current culture of the absentee father that so many of these ills that plague our kids, i.e. out of control in schools, on the streets committing the majority of crime in our neighborhoods, becoming criminals at very young ages, selling drugs and becoming gangbangers, have all become widespread as many of our youth are raised in homes without a father. The result is our young boys have never been mentored into manhood and our young girls are now becoming criminals. So yes, a present father can mitigate these negative factors, but there's no substitute for a father in the life of children. Kudos to moms who make it work. However, the Bible is clear that children living in a nurturing, loving, disciplining environment with the father and the mother makes homes and society work best. Second parents, if you desire the educational success of your children, you must become the driving force to stress, motivate, steer, and guide your child's education. Because though our educational system is notorious at failing our kids, especially minorities, like it or not, there are some races of people like Asians and Indians who are dominating the educational field in excellence, in science, technology, math, etc., and if you study these races, you'll discover that Asians and Indians are high achievers because in their culture, they place a high premium on education and make it their life's mission to become well-educated scholars. In contrast, many blacks, other minorities, and even some in the white race now appear to have no educational drive, ambition, nor thirst or hunger for knowledge, nor for a quality education. Instead, being educated has become a stigma among many of our black and minority youth who prefer against the lifestyle. This is a common trend that is harming our school-aged children. And parents, this is a trend that can only be reversed if you assume your responsibility to help your children develop a more intrinsic value and motivation for learning and for achieving academic success. What's interesting is that our ancestors in slavery were denied an education but they always had a burning desire to become well-educated scholars. Consequently, many blacks went on to even found and start prestigious colleges and universities. That's how much blacks loved and valued and understood the importance of education. And all the way up to the 20th century, education was a high priority in every household. Even though many of our parents did not hold high school diplomas, pursuing a vocation or going to college to further one's education, with the prospect of becoming gainfully employed to obtain financial independence was expected of us. And blacks went into every field and were extremely successful and prosperous. But starting in the late 20th century to the present, our youth have lost the love for knowledge and the focus is now on fashion, entertainment, sports, and ludicrous pursuits. And that's why when you inquire, the average black male will respond that their highest goal is to be a rapper or a sports figure. But parents, if you want to change this attitude, you can begin by converting the same misdirected inspiration that kids have for acquiring the latest sneakers or technology gadget to be channeled towards setting and acquiring higher educational goals for themselves and then help them to design a blueprint and plan to achieve those goals. And when it comes to these school systems, it is your responsibility to get involved and monitor your child's educational experience all the way through till graduation and ensure that your child is learning and is equipped to master the basics and beyond. Furthermore, 
it is incumbent upon you to hold this failing educational system accountable, to cease indoctrination of your children, and to maintain high standards of academic excellence, quality instruction, and proper learning environments for all students. And if not, then pursue alternatives to these failing schools and seek school choice avenues where the money follows the child. Because believe me, many of these people who run our failing school systems send their own kids to private schools. But it's past time to reverse this trajectory, subjecting our kids to a poor education where they are performing worse than previous generations rather than showing greater progress and achievement and parents, you are the key to produce these positive results for your children. Now, so far, we've addressed problems within the educational structure, but parents, there's another more crucial reason for our children's failure that falls under your domain. You see, if you want your children to experience true success, they not only need a quality education, but they also need a quality biblical education. Because book knowledge and academia can only carry you so far in this world. You can educate your child in the best institutions, but that does absolutely nothing for helping them to make wise choices in life and live with integrity. Especially in a world filled with obstacles, disappointments, and entrapments, and designed to derail us from achieving our maximum success. For that, we need the wisdom of God. Ephesians 6.4 commands us then to bring children up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord and his word. You see, only the wisdom of God will help them live their lives with purpose, integrity, discretion, good judgment, and help them to make wise choices. Now, I've heard people say, I allow my kids to make their own decisions about religion and God. But a child's mind is like a garden where you must plant and nurture moral seeds, else immoral seeds take root and grow and their mind inevitably becomes a weed patch, which is exactly where our children are today, as too many are stuck in drugs, gangs, crime, sexual deviance, no work ethic, bullying, suicide, homicide, etc., because the garden of their minds were left unattended and they lacked the moral compass which God's word provides. Now the sad thing is that the culture is trying to eliminate God, Christ, and the Bible, claiming they are all outdated and irrelevant. Yet, ironically, the same culture has you absorbed in Eastern religions, which are some of the oldest outdated religions in the world. Yet, they have you engaged in chanting, meditating, speaking to the universe, and the universe speaking to you as if this is some new and novel idea. All while they have convinced you to disbelieve in the God of the universe and reject his wisdom that provides the roadmap to a successful life, a life of joy, prosperity, peace, contentment, and fulfillment for you and your children. Because you see, God didn't create our kids to become culture imitators, game bangers, foul mouthed, violent criminals, losers, failures, nor to be poverty stricken, helpless victims, but to be instruments in his hands to complete and fulfill his purpose and mission for them on this earth that none of the other 7 billion people on this planet can complete but them. See, God, too, has a vested interest in your children succeeding. You think you want your kids off the streets? So does God. Do you want your kids out of violence, drugs, killing victims of poor education and poverty? So does God. Therefore, parents, do not abandon your children to the culture 
or the educational institutions or to their own decisions because just as God has a plan for your child's life, so too does Satan. Instead, parents, take control of your children's lives and destiny. That means, father, fathers, it is time for you to man up and be the man that Christ created you to be and assume your role and responsibility as head of your homes, disciplinarian and protector of your children. It is time for you parents to fiercely advocate for your children in the public school arena. And most importantly, it is time to train them in the word of God. In conclusion, parents, the good future that you envision for your children ultimately lies in the hands of Christ. Therefore, realize there are no alternatives to Christ. There's no help from the universe or the cultural madness consuming our kids. There are no other gods. There is no other savior outside of Christ. For he is the gardener that intervenes and manicures all of our lives, making it free from the weeds of this world and producing supernatural help to bring us and our children to our expected future destiny and end in him if we heed his instructions. Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, I know the plans that I have for you. They are plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope, good success, and the future. And now I thank you, Jesus, for accomplishing this for us and all of our children for generations to come. Amen. <music>